Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participant's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. It is the sound of chimpanzees. <laughs> it can only mean one thing, Stomping Jen. It's a soft serve podcast. We're here for another episode of the Soft Serve Podcast. That's right. And I, for one, am very excited for our guests this evening. We have two of them. Two, two plus one. Oh, right. Yes. So we have... From the Belchertown Community Alliance, April Jasak Bangs, Sarah Maroney, and the young Padawan from our Star Wars special returns. That's right. So we may hear the young Padawan cooing and crying and gurgling. (laughs) Be not alarmed. Right. This is the young Padawan's second appearance on the Soft Serve podcast. So the Padawan is always welcome. Yes. Okay. All right. Are we ready to We're ready. dive in? We're ready. All right. Let's do it. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Oh, stomping Jen. We did that already, didn't we? We did? I don't know. Oh, all right. Well, I like to do that. I'll I do that do. all day You like to long. sing to me. I do. <laughs> Something about you that makes me want to sing. Uh-huh. Well, all right. welcome to the Soft Serve Podcast. Who am I? You're Sawtooth, Frank. Right. I'm one of the co-hosts. You're Stomping Jen. You're the other co-host. And we have with us on the show this week, April Jasak Bangs and Sarah Maroney from the Belchertown Community Alliance. So let's say hello. Uh, We'll go to April first. Say hello, April. Hello. Thank you for having us this week. Yeah, thank you for coming on to talk to us. Um, We've been pushing out a lot of um, Belchertown content lately. That's the town we live in. That's right. right? That's right. It's our community. um, And I'm really excited to talk about this. But before we do, we also have to say hello to Sarah Maroney. Say hi, Sarah. Hello. And um, hello to the young Padawan, who I see you bouncing vigorously upon your shoulder. (laughs) The young Padawan is making a lot of noise right now. Okay, so um, feel free to go on and off mute um, as you desire, um, but um, we're happy to have you and the Padawan here with us. Um, yeah. so. uh, the young Padawan is very excited for his second appearance on the show. And I do think I saw TK413 creeping around somewhere <laughs> in the background yeah. there. So um, if, if he comes through, make sure you say hi for us. Um, so um, what we'd like to do is have you both um, tell us just a little bit more about about yourselves, if you can, um, to the extent you want to tell us about yourselves. Right, Stomping Jen? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And their relationship to the Belchtown Community Alliance. Thank you. Yes, that. that would yes. be great. So um, 
Why don't we go to we'll we'll go to Sarah first. Whoops, <laughs> sorry. I thought you were unmuted. I'm gonna mute and unmute now. Yeah. So yeah, so um I'm one of the co-founders in the Cultural Alliance. Um which we oh, renamed. confusing. We yeah. already we already we already Sorry, messed yes, it up. We already, <laughs> we already messed it up. Oh man. It was it was gonna oh, happen. Man, this is gonna happen all night. Yeah. So one of the co-founders for the now community alliance. Um and I've been I was born and raised in Belchertown, so it means a lot to be part of this group and really kind of we'll dive in on what we're really doing. But I met Jen in April after moving back to town and jumping into the Belchertown Cultural Council, which mm-hmm. did a lot of fun things in town. Um, and after meeting them and ended up morphing into starting up the Community Alliance and now being on podcast and doing a lot of really neat projects that we'll dive into. So, and I'm also um, a recent small business owner in town. So it's all coming full circle and it's really neat. And I will say, um, to that effect, we're going to have you on, I think, in the next couple of weeks to talk about your small business. So we're really excited um, yep. to talk about that. We'll we'll leave it a surprise, though, what That's it's right. going to be. So I hope you have samples for that show <laughs> to enjoy while you're talking about it. Oh. Yeah, that'll just be a teaser. We'll just describe the samples on it. Thank you, April. That is a great idea, actually. Oh, you're welcome. I'm here all night. I am open for, I am open for some quid pro quo. When it comes to um, <laughs> podcast appearances, so um, all right, um, April, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would, please. Sure. Um, like Sawtooth Frank said, uh, my name is April Jazak Bangs. Um, my husband and I moved to town. I think it's been six years ago now, and um, within the the first one or two years, I was introduced to Stomping Jen, who sort of took over all of my free time since then. Um, I'm a small business owner in town. I own a photography studio, uh, April Leave Images. And then I, along with Sarah, is a co-founder of the Belchertown Community Alliance. And I'm currently the board president there. Have two kids and a really cute dog and an awesome husband. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Now give her a little cheer. Oh, okay. Thank you, yeah, Stomping Jen. I was going to say, where's my cheer? <laughs> I was going I to hit it. I also feel like I need a fancy podcast name. I don't know about that. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I have, have a roller derby name. I mean, you have a roller oh, derby you name? What's your roller oh, yeah. derby name? Oh. Um, Apes of Wrath. Oh, Apes of Wrath. That's great. I love that. Um, that is amazing. We have a friend who um, did roller derby. Derby, although I don't know if they would want me to say who they are on the podcast, so I want to be careful. But anyways, this is for Roller Derby. Um, okay, so some questions for you both, um, and you can um, answer this in any way you want, I think. Um, so how did the Belchertown um, Community Alliance um, come about? But I think first, before we do that, can you tell us what it is? the BCA, the Belchertown Community Alliance? What is it? That's a great question. So um, I'm actually, I'll read you our uh, mission statement because I think that best really describes who we are and what we're doing. Um, And we literally just spent a lot of time redoing it um, along with renaming ourselves. Like Sarah had mentioned earlier, we used to be the Belchertown Cultural Alliance, but we kept getting confused with the... um, 
the cultural council. So mm-hmm. like literally every every time we had to explain that we were different than the cultural council, which is a, a municipality appointed committee in town. We are a separate nonprofit and sort of have different goals that sometimes overlap and stuff. But um, yes, let me read you that our new mission statement. It's the mission of Belchertown Community Alliance is to enrich Belchertown Mass through repurposing underutilized landscapes to provide accessible space for artistic technical and educational pursuits for everyone. As part of our mission, we're striving to reach those in our community most impacted by oppression and marginalization. We seek to acknowledge and preserve Belchertown's history through engaging in restorative justice practices and community inclusion. And we hope to engage with our community in long lasting and meaningful ways by facilitating the productive exchange of ideas and creating an atmosphere of compassion and acceptance. So I know that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> Basically, what we do is we're a community um, community nonprofit who's focused on uh, reutilizing or revitalizing underutilized spaces in town. So buildings that have. Um, been ignored for quite a long time or landscapes who have also um, maybe that our residents don't aren't aware of and could. Uh, using a, a multiple different amounts of ways, but we're specifically focused on uh, cultural and community building experiences. I like that, and I, I like I like a lot of elements about your mission statement. And I actually have some specific questions for you about them a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think what I want to dig into right is um, how this came together, right? How did the Belchertown... Yeah, the history. Yeah, how did the Belchertown Community Alliance start? Um, you know, we have these three amazing people sitting here in front of me, uh, Stomping Jen, you're one of them. Um, and how did how did this organization come about? Like, what... Just tell us a little bit about that. I'm totally blaming Stomping Jen for the entire, the entire thing. Let's be honest. <laughs> All right. Um, Do you want me to talk about it? Yeah. Why don't you start? It it started with you. It did start with me. I will, in full disclosure, uh, it is all my fault. Um, However, because of the way things shook out, I'm not on the board and I'm not really involved in the day to day operations of it. Um, Of the nonprofit BCA. Profit BCA, correct. Um, So let's see how quickly I can get to the point. so as uh, somebody mentioned, I was involved with the Cultural Council and I was the um, chair of the Cultural Council. But really the the push and the impetus behind putting this uh, concept for community space together was really because um, through the Cultural Council, uh, one of the missions is to bring art to the community and there wasn't any venue space to showcase art in town. So one of the things that I started doing was looking at potential buildings and venues that were available in town that could be utilized for that purpose. Mm -hmm. And there's quite a number of old defunct buildings or buildings that are just sitting empty around town um, that could be activated if they had some money put behind it. And then, so what we discovered was that there was a lot of grant programming out there for nonprofits um, but some of the buildings that we were interested in were owned by the town. Okay. 
So they're town-owned buildings that have become sort of some of the focus of what the BCA is now working towards and some of the projects that they're working towards. Um, so in the process of it, uh, <clears throat> April and Sarah both joined the Cultural Council. Mm -hmm. And because um, we're all three of us, small business owners and entrepreneurs in the area, we all saw the um, kind of the the uh, opportunity for um, this collaborative nature of art and community and workshopping and education and makerspace. Um, and we started bringing together other people in the community that were doing things in different areas, like from the historical perspective, like we, we on the podcast talked to Kate Benson of the Belchertown State School Friends a couple months ago. Yeah, episode 97, oh, by you, the way. Oh, you pulled it Yeah, up. and there's a link wow. to that show. Yeah. There's a link to that show in our show notes. Right. Yeah. So um, we pulled in Kate um, with her work from the state school because some of the properties that the BCA was interested in are adjacent to the state school or, or were used to be part of the state school property. Um, we brought in people from the school side, people who work with um, uh, special needs students who work towards vocational opportunities um, for their students, and they were looking for opportunities in town because there aren't a lot of it. There's an organization called Community Options in town, um, which does similar work with more adults, so they're not in the school system. They're mm -hmm. graduated from those types of programs. <clears throat> um, so they're involved with the BCA. So we brought together all of these different component pieces to kind of bring it into a cohesive um organization that could help reach all of these types of individuals, you know, do some maker space, do some community kitchen work. Do and you form this as a nonprofit, yeah. right? So why, why did you form this entity as a nonprofit versus like a committee or something, or just mm -hmm. like a more loosely organized group of volunteers? Right. It's really hard to try to get funding if you're don't have any, you know, okay. any like, What's it the word I'm looking for? <laughs> you, you need some clout. You need some leverage. You, you need do, like to yeah. be an entity. You can't just be like, hey, I just I want to work on this thing. You or know, or like literally a place to put money, right? right and right. track it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And right. I think everything. Yeah. And originally yeah. it was like, you know, the, there was all all of our membership from the cultural council that was interested in this concept, but that is not the purpose of the cultural council. So it became very clear that the two organizations or the people that were interested in working on this type of activity <laughs> needed to leave the cultural council in order right. to work on this exclusively. Okay. All right. I talked enough. To add on to that, like there's, uh, there's another reason um, a lot of grants um, you are only available to 501c3s, yeah. uh, nonprofit organizations. And if you're a municipality committee, um, you're, you're discluded from some of those. Mm -hmm. But uh, partnering with the town, uh, we've been able to apply for both from both the municipality standpoint for grant for funding to bring these projects um, to fruition, um, as well as grant opportunities that are only available to nonprofit organizations. Right. Yep. So it's literally a bunch of people in town 
coming together and saying, we want to accomplish this thing um, that you've all done a really great job describing what that thing is. And the best way to do that is to form this nonprofit. Um, when you decide to do that, is that a hard thing to do? Is like, walk me through that a little, a little bit. So, so it was a crash course for all of us, to mm-hmm. be quite honest with you. Um, none of us had a lot of experience serving on any boards or creating nonprofits, but I'll tell you that the paperwork part of it was probably the easiest mm-hmm. part. Um, and Sarah can talk to that um, more than I can. It's the the other piece of forming a board and forming um, expectations for people on the boards and um, and things like that and informing, putting into words your vision and what we all are working towards. Um, that is the most difficult for sure. Absolutely. Hence the reason that we started off as the Belchertown Cultural Alliance. We're really mm-hmm. bad at naming things. Um, that we had to end up changing our name to the Community Alliance. One, because it fit our mission better. And, and two, so we would stop getting confused with the, the Cultural Council. And I just want to add to the nonprofit pieces. People tend to, there seems to be a misconception sometimes about nonprofits not being a real business. And it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Whereas filing the paperwork, like you both said, was easy. I just went on the website and you just file paperwork and mm-hmm. congratulations, you're a nonprofit. And then it's the business piece of it where you still need to make sure that you, yes, you're called a nonprofit, but you still need to pull in profits. You still need to create a strong business structure to make it mm-hmm. yeah. really Viable. go forward and move um, and thrive. Yeah. And then the difference, it's almost harder than a normal, typical business that you'd walk into because typically you just have a business plan. With the nonprofit, you have bylaws and then you have board responsibilities. You have things that they have to hold. Then you have volunteer members and there's items that they have to fall under. So as we've dug into it through this amazing crash course over the past year and a half, (laughs) it's really intricate what goes into the layers of a nonprofit. Yeah. And I imagine getting that going must in some ways complicate doing the work that you want to do as a nonprofit, right? Like what I'm saying is you, the it seems business like, of forming. Yeah, it seems the like there's a lot of administration that yeah. you had to do and probably are still dealing with, right? Yeah. That go along with getting this in place so you can do these uh, wonderful things that you want to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 1000%. It was, it's um, been a crazy, so we, we formed a year and a half ago um, and it feels like 15 years (laughs) at this point. Um, But we've learned a lot and um, have put into place a lot of the structure that, the nonprofit needed to to thrive and it was sort of the the piece that I mean for me speaking for myself it was the piece that I was um not anticipating at all I was not anticipating the the bylaws and the um, board responsibilities and everything that comes with that I was purely focused on our one 
specific um, community hub project at first. Um, and it took a lot of like retraining my thought process to realize that a big piece of what we wanna do is engage the community as well. And we can do that um, through other programming without the community hub in place to then show that um, we're doing things and this community hub will work and it will be useful for us mm-hmm. and the town. So, right. Yep. Okay. So you've got all of these, um, pieces in place to, to do some of this amazing work and carry out the mission statement. And one of the projects that you all have coming up is, um, called the walk of reflection, the Belchertown state school. And that's coming up this summer. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? And is this the first big project that you're launching? It's the um, first big programming project that we're we're doing, um, and we're all really really excited about it. Um, it's a big collaboration between a bunch of different um, community organizations, artists, um, people on the board, and people outside of the board who have similar. Um, interests as us as well. So what it is, it's going to be a public art exposition, 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 thank you, (laughs) that word. We're going to do some public art. Um, And it's um, going to be how many projects, like five projects in one. So um, we'll start with um, James Blackmore, um, because that's one of the really exciting pieces. James Blackmore is a former Belchertown State School resident, um, and he's also an artist. And we applied for a bunch of grants, uh, or you know, have been applying for a bunch of grants, and um, recently was awarded uh, a grant for ten thousand dollars from NIFA, uh, Foundation for the Arts. Yeah. Oh my God! That sorry, I cut you off. That's New England Foundation for the Arts, right? Yeah, this Nifa. isn't just local. This yeah. is regional, like um, national. Big deal oh, New stuff. England, right? New England, New England, not, not national. Sorry, <laughs> but that's still a big deal. That's it is. It's really huge. It's huge. Deal. It's huge. Yeah. Um, it is really fantastic. So, what that project's going to end up being is um, a collaboration with an artist, a mural artist that we are still working on confirming. So I don't exactly want to say their name yet, but um, it's looking really good. We'll be able to announce this week, but they'll be collaborating with James and a um, group of his fellow residents and some former residents of the Belchertown State School. That's amazing. That's that's amazing. Sorry. No, that's okay. So James is going to, they're going to come up collectively with a a visual arts project. James is then going to interpret that with his own um, painting and on canvas work. And then they're going to take that final piece and make some larger murals from it um, that will be on display for this walk. Do we know where those murals will be? So the plan for the whole project is to be on the former Belchertown State School campus, which is now um, being redeveloped by the Belchertown um, Economic Economic Development Development Industrial Industrial Corporation, Corporation. (laughs) the BEDIC. Um, and mass development, and they're calling it Carriage Grove. And then there is also some 
of the former state school property um, that is currently town owned that's adjacent to the same thing as the um, EDIC land. Um, so it's all going to be taking place on there. A large part of it we imagine is going to be on what is now a, a common like grassy knoll area um, in the middle of the, the property and um, next to the former administration building. So, so are, are, the, are these murals intended to be like semi-permanent? Are they going to go or are they going to be put up on like um, large pieces of um, substrate, like built just to have the murals for now or mm. do we So know? that's a great question. So for now, they're going to be um, semi-permanent in, in this location. We're planning on having them up for at least a month, um, but there's been a lot of discussion about having more permanent um, art pieces um, around the campus, the former campus, but also if that doesn't come to fruition, um, we have been talking to Kate and Kate Benson, um, whom you've had on before, is really interested in housing them in the museum that she, they're hoping to put together. Yeah, now, how, um, how did Mr. Blackmore get involved with this project? Like, did you all pitch the idea to him or how did that come about? Um, really great question. Um, the Belchertown Justice Collaborative folks ap approached us um, and said they wanted to collaborate with us on this project. They're actually the ones who ended up writing the NIFA grant um, or spending most of the time writing a majority a piece of the NIFA grant. And so they are at the helm of this specific project. They, one of their parents um, works with James and knew of him and his uh, artistic background and thought he might be interested and he was. So then, you know, we, we put the idea together and um, they wrote the grant and we got the grant. So. That is so awesome. And, and I, I think about the, um, the poetic beauty, right. Of bringing somebody who lived and experienced mm -hmm. the Belchertown State School to come and do art to be displayed on those grounds as they are reimagined and revitalized. Mm -hmm. Getting chills, stop me, Jen. <laughs> hearing, hearing myself talk about this. It's um, just yourself talking. I know. Yourself. No, but I think, it, I think, I think it is, I think it is, is beautiful and it, it speaks to the importance of having kind of these coordinated, organized mm -hmm. elements in town working together, right? Mm -hmm. And thinking about these um, cultural um, uh, moments of significance and projects that can help emphasize them. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I've got to give this a... Um it's an amazing project. Yeah. And that's only the first piece of and it. And that's like I know. just scratching the surface. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that alone would be something right. amazing to celebrate, right? Yeah. Um, and you're also going to, as part of the, I'm going to keep saying it, as part of the um, the walk of reflection for the Belchertown State School that's coming this summer, you're also going to be having um, a poetry workshop with uh, friends of our podcast, um, Attack Bear Press. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sarah, do you want to take this one? Yeah, so Jason from Attack Bear Press, uh, we had reached out to him and he ended up 
joining us and getting really excited about this uh, because he also works with an organization that has that has former residents of the state schools as well. So he immediately jumped on this project with us. And I'm not going to say the organization's name just just because we don't have his permission to throw that out there. So, but part of this will be taking his talents, one of the talents of Attack Bear Press, of their amazing poetry development, and working with former residents and working with younger residents of his to then really talk about kind of the nuances of former, how we how we treated and how we had former residents live in kind of mental institutions or different institutionalized living to compare it to now, how people who live in, it's not even a structured institutionalized living now, now it's more communal and houses and living in a different way more independently than in the past. So it's going to be really interesting seeing what comes out of these workshops and it'll be a unique blend of kind of the present meeting the past. And really, again, it'll be educational as well as healing all combined in one. So it's going to be another just amazing aspect. See, we get, all of us get chills every time we talk about any specific <laughs> yeah. project, every meeting we have, everybody's like, Oh, I just got chills. <laughs> yeah. Another cool piece of it is uh, attack bear press will have, um, their poets in residence on campus uh, when we do uh, the live event and um, sporadically per placed in between some of the artwork and, and other exhibitions that are going on um, to allow people to reflect on what they're experiencing, um, whether or not they are past residents or family members uh, or friends of, of past residents, or even folks who used to work there themselves, because there's still yeah. plenty of um, those folks living My in mother town. Was one. There's a mm -hmm. ton of them in town. So. Yep. Um, so having that space for visitors to reflect on what they're experiencing is also going to be um, really incredible. Yeah. Well, knowing Jason Montgomery and Alex and the other folks involved with Attack Bear Press, <clears throat> I think it's going to be a, a fantastic yeah. um, project. They do, they do incredible stuff. They do. Um <sighs> No, I'm just I'm just thinking I'm You're thinking reflecting on it. <clears throat> I'm reflecting about a previous project that Attack Bear Press did in our town. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> Stomping Jen. I'm getting You're choked up thinking ears. about it. <laughs> um you know, it was a it was kind of um it, it was a I don't know how to describe it. It was the thing that they did where you walked through the ancestral story. Oh, the story walk. Yeah, yeah. Um, the story walk that Attack Bear Press and yeah. Jason Montgomery did. Yeah, um, it was just amazing. Yeah, and it was this. It was a cool project. Yeah, and it you know it was integrated into the landscape and into a piece of our common town property, right? Mm -hmm. And you could yeah. walk along and follow this amazing story of one of um, Jason's um, ancestors. Yeah. Um, so. Um, Anyways, I'm sure some, I'm sure they're going to have something really special, special. in store um, for our town. Um, so another exciting um, piece of this um, walk of reflection is going to be an original theater piece 
um, created by a group um, featuring really cool. yeah featuring live um, performance stations with large scale projections. Can you talk a little bit about what that's going to look like for us? Sure. Um, this is one of the really exciting. I mean, they're all. They're I say all that exciting. about all of all of the projects. All I don't my even babies know. are worthy. <laughs> oh, it's true. But um, so this is being put on by the Rainbow Players, and at the helm of that is um, uh, God. I'm gonna mess up their name. Um, Izel, I think is how you pronounce it. Izel or Azel? Izel. I think it's Izel. Um, and she's the director and is part of a nonprofit group. And all of the players and the rainbow players are um, folks with um, varying um, disabilities. So there's a, a lot of cognitive disabilities. There's a lot of um, other, she works with, you know, a whole spectrum of, of folks. And they are performing an original piece and there's going to be stations throughout the campus where you essentially experience each piece of this, this play. And one of the big pieces is a big projection piece that will be pre-recorded that will be projected on the side of the um, former administration building. And so there's going to be pieces of this that are pre-recorded. There's going to be... Um, all of this, the entire project is going to be accessible um, via, hopefully, uh, not hopefully, it will, for, via an app or website. Uh, so folks who aren't in the media area can also um, enjoy everything and learn all, all about um, the different artworks and all about the different former residents and um, the players and, and all of that. So the, the play itself, um, is going to be really exciting and innovative in that um, it's going to take you walking from station to station around all of the other art pieces to experience the entire story that they're presenting. Oh, wow. That's really cool. I love yeah. that. I love projections on buildings. So I get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I imagine that is that piece going to have to be at night? The uh, projection that's a good piece? question. I have no idea. It's a great question. So that's a technical question, and I think that if you have a strong enough projector that you can project. Um, you, I mean, thinking about back to town meeting, there was a projector in the middle of the that's day, true. and we could see it perfectly fine. So oh, it's right. just a matter of uh, our, um, our technical advisor. Yeah. Yeah. TK, what was his name? TK413. TK413. Technical advisor, look at that. Okay. Yeah. We have a stormtrooper involved. It's going to awesome. be it's going to be fine. It. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be great. As long as Moff yeah. Gideon doesn't yeah. show up. Oh. <laughs> we don't want him. Um, so, okay, so that's really cool. Um, and I have to well, <laughs> I have really to say cool. I have a it's renewed cool. appreciation for um theater oh you do because i got After into hamilton, hamilton this summer oh yeah so yeah the hamilton fans big big time a good way to get people into theater yeah right. um i'd never have been that into it um but i really Travesty. saw the the power of it yeah. by watching hamilton oh. so i'm interested in seeing this right yes and one of the things i loved about hamilton was it increased um representation mm -hmm. of people right mm -hmm. people of color mm -hmm. um really focused on um the importance of immigrants in our society right, right? <clears throat> so i'm looking forward to seeing any kind of um production that 
um, kind of continues that tradition of focusing on underrepresented populations yeah. like people with disabilities. Right. It's so interesting because we just had Kelsey Hall too. Yeah. I just listened to that, that episode yeah, the other day. She's an amazing human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm looking forward to that. So already can, in my mind, I want to connect you guys. I was going to say, I was actually going to ask you when we were done with this, if you could connect us, because yeah. um, I think she would be an amazing resource for yeah. uh, the app development piece of yeah. it. So Yeah, yeah. In full disclosure, this is really my role in all of this. You know, like she you ask, I, I, I connect everybody yeah. in town to everybody else. When are you going to connect me with someone? <laughs> Shut up. We have a connection, you and I. Oh, all right. We don't um, need to be connected to anybody. Sarah, please go ahead. To show Jen being this connector is I moved back to town, attended a food truck Friday when I, and I grew up here. So we moved away for like, I think I lived away for almost 10 years and then came back and said, okay, I need to find out cultural council, found out who cultural council was through connecting, I believe to Jen. I think she was the one messaging me online. Possible. To come to a meeting. <laughs> and I think it was either my first or second meeting, ever meeting this group of wonderful women that I mentioned something somewhere to Jen that, oh my gosh, you know, my dream would be to make a food hub in this town. We want to develop this town. Brian and I came from a city and now we're moving back to the woods and we need something. And then at the end of the, like, it had to have been the second meeting I went to. So the second time really meeting her, she goes, okay, can you stay back for a minute? Can you stay back? And she pulls me aside to the side of the library like she's going to sell me something illegal. Yeah. <laughs> talking like, okay, you need to get connected with these people. You need to meet this person, Lindsay, who wants to do something in the state school. You need to start working on this project with other people. I'm going to show you the building we want to look at. We want this whole hub. So this is that is how Jen just embodies the, she hears an idea and mm-hmm. meets somebody interested in it and just, it's so hard to just run because yeah. you fall in love with it. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. fall in love with that idea and just the motivation to say, yes, okay, where are these people? And then once right. you meet the others, it becomes these lifelong friendships. It's amazing. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, and then you become best friends. I know. And, <laughs> then, <laughs> and then you form a nonprofit. True. And then uh-huh. yeah. that is so fan- it really, that, it's, it's amazing. That is fantastic. It's all new people. And I have my own Jen food truck. Can you hang out for a minute? Story, but it it it, it 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 ended with me emptying trash cans for an hour. Um, I mean, I will just say, I mean, just yes, you know, I, we're deviating from our our focus, we'll get back our to topic, it. but Sorry. we'll get but back. I will to just it. say yeah. that that there are incredible people out there, and it's finding yeah. the way that people shine and figuring out how they can work together and the collaborative. Yeah. But like, it's the people. You guys are all amazing. You're amazing people. That's yeah. why. You all fall in love with each other. <laughs> I fall in love with you. And then I have to share that knowledge with everybody else I know. Yeah. Right. And, and But but this, you're crying, Stomping Jen. Stop crying. But, <laughs> this, but no, this, I mean, this, um, it's an important point of emphasis, right? Is that um, these kinds of amazing projects we're talking about, right, as part of the walk of reflection that's coming up this summer, right? don't happen in a vacuum. Oh, no, they don't. Right? Mm-hmm. They happen no. because people are passionate about where they live, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about Belchertown now, but, I mean, mm-hmm. these ideas apply everywhere, right? right? right. To any town, really. Um, and so 
people become passionate about the place they live, right? They want to be involved. And then, right. you know, there are people out there who make these things happen, right? right? Which yes. is one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you all. So right. when this project comes, people can really get an understanding of like all that goes into it, right? And the mm-hmm. people behind it. That's what's really so amazing to me. Yeah. Um, so another piece of this, and this is for all of you. Right, we're gonna Aww. we're gonna be hitting this button a lot, I think. Um, another part of the walk of reflection coming this summer um, is going to be a visual arts installation uh, featuring mm-hmm. uh, work by Community Options. I don't even know what that is. Could someone tell me? Yeah. So Jen mentioned it earlier. It's um, the so in um, in the public school system, uh, there one of our board members, uh, Johanna, is a transition specialist and autism and behavioral specialist at the Belchertown uh, public school system in the high school. Um, and so she works almost exclusively in the transitions program, which is focused on finding vocational opportunities for these students to work. And right now they're being bussed out of our town um, and they're being bussed out. Um, to all of our surrounding communities because there aren't a lot of opportunities here in town for them, which is really unfortunate. And um, one of our focuses uh, in this whole project and as the BCA in general is to to bring some of that back here. But community options is um, the next, one of the next steps in town. So when you age out of the transitions program, the community options program um, is an adult program with uh, folks with disabilities. They have a really cool little shop in town called Ransaka that has crafts and other handmade items and some antique type um, knick-knacky things that they sell. Can I just pause Um, there? I've seen that I've seen that shop Mm -hmm. a million times. I had no idea Mm -hmm. it was connected to community options. Yeah, it's one of their fundraising pieces. It's it's they so the the folks who are part of that program work on all of the pieces inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. These Mm -hmm. are the hidden things that you find out when you start talking to people in town. I literally thought it was some 85-year-old retirees <laughs> antique shop. That's what I thought. Not yeah. that one in specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Really but like is. I think part of what community options does, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't spent a lot of time with yeah. Anne mm-hmm. who runs that program, but um they do placement, right? For sure. for these people to um help them find work yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and opportunities they, out. You know. They also have their own landscaping business. Oh, they do. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which is really cool. And so yeah. they're you can find that on Facebook. And so mm-hmm. they're gonna do an art installation, a visual arts mm-hmm. installation as part of the the um the walk. The walk of reflection. Yes. Do we know anything more about what that might be or they're still working on ideas? Well, they're still working on ideas, but the really cool thing about it is Ann Shelton, um, who is the director over at Community Options, um, she also, she has deep connections to town. Her her family was integral in getting the Belchertown State School actually um, dissolved and, and shut down and um, has really deep connections in, in terms of folks with disabilities. So that in itself is really special. Um, but she also used to be a fine art 
um, professor up in New Hampshire, I believe. So she has all of this arts experience under her belt and is a fine artist herself. So she's taking um, sort of pieces from both of her worlds and, and combining them um, to work with some of some of the um, they're not residents, but folks who work in the, the community options program. So it's going to be an arts, arts installation. Uh, there've been talks about peace polls, but um, I believe they might be leaning towards something else, but it's going to be sculpturally based. I know that. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And to go along with this, we talked a little bit about um, Kate um, Anderson. Who, Is it Anderson or Benson? Um, Which one's her married name? Because her books are under... Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Her married name is Benson. Her married yep. name is Benson. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, listen to episode Kate. 97. Yeah. Kate. Yeah. Kate. Yeah. And um, so, she, so she is doing a historical book walk featuring her work and work by Ed Orzkowski. And if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Orzkowski is a former resident. No. No? No. No. Okay. He so helped, you are mistaken. He yep. helped write. That happens a lot um, here, by the way. He, he helped yes. write. Uh, so he helped a former resident write a book. Correct. Maybe potentially more than one. At least okay. one. What's the one? Um, he's he's Donald um, yes. Vickis. Yep. Right. Okay. Donald Vickis, who wrote. Yep. A book that I, I okay. read. Story. Mm -hmm. uh, he okay. wrote his. He's memoir. working on another yeah. right now. Okay. okay, that that is why. Uh, that's why I was. He's associated with the memoirs right. of the uh, former you'll, resident. You'll right. like it here. You'll, you'll like, like it here. Thank you, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Okay. I knew he was associated with that somehow. Yes. Okay. Yep. And so they're doing a historical book walk. Mm -hmm. I've got to tell you, um, people. Um, Kate Benson Anderson. Catherine Anderson. Yeah, Kate. Same person. <laughs> yes. Um, listen to episode 97 yes. of this podcast because I, I will tell you, it will knock your socks off. Yes, the the amount knowledge. <laughs> of knowledge she has of the history of these state schools, these state hospitals, and even in Belchertown in particular. Right, which isn't a hospital, it's a school. Right, it was a state school. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I, I cannot wait to see what she puts together. Um mm -hmm with this um ed or Zakowski. it's gonna be good you just wanted to say his name again i'm trying i'm, I'm trying to do <laughs> him justice a really good job of it <laughs> i'm trying to That's do him justice it is a touch one. all right now this is all going to be tied together right um correct um april you mentioned this before with this with this app can you tell us a little more about this I'm so excited about the app. <laughs> the app was the app was inspired by an NPR story I heard um I don't know if it was this fall. I think it was this fall um, after we had already been talking a little bit about uh, this project and where we wanted to go. But the NPR story was really talking about this composer who composed music or worked with a bunch of different composers to compose specific pieces of music to um, reflect uh, geolocation like markered spots in Central Park. So what you would have this app open, you'd walk around and you'd hit this spot and this one piece of music would play. Mm. And um, my husband is a composer, but also in the music licensing world. And we were, you know, like both like super jazzed up about like, how could we use something similar to that with this project? 
Um, and I think the answer is, um, well, not I think, it is going to be um, a geolocation map sort of game um, that's um, written on, like used, you can use it uh, via an app on your cell phone or your um, tablet. And basically it'll hold content both that is uh, a map that shows all of the physical pieces that are in this whole walk of reflection. So the murals and the all of the different um, performance arts pieces in uh, the rainbow players and community options and all of the points in the book walk. And they'll all be tied together on this app, but then there's also gonna be digital specific um, memoirs. There's a lot of spoken history uh, pieces that we have and even more digital um, historical pieces that are gonna be tied together too. Um, so we're really excited about this as being like the launch of this specific app is this project. And then in long-term future, we see it being applied to the walking trails and like, so Lake Wallace walking mm -hmm. trail in town and um, the other trails that they're talking about in the um, farmland that used to uh, belong to the former state school as well. And before that farmland from residents in town and, and mm -hmm. telling that history um, and then connecting it up to the our historic town center mm -hmm. so there's a long-term plan for for this app but in the short term it's going to be very specific about this project and things that are centered around the former state school property and are the the walk of affection um, really exciting stuff now one thing I think is good is it sounds like a lot or all of this stuff is going to be outside, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So this yes. um this COVID nineteen that we're all dealing with is not going <laughs> to be COVID. a problem, right? That's that's Hopefully. the thing is um yeah. it's it's like a walk as if you were going on a, a you know a, a walking trail yep. around Lake Wallace or, yep. or anything like that. You can socially distance. You'll be outside and you'll be safe. Um, Hopefully, you know, knock on wood, um, there will be a good percentage of, of folks vaccinated yeah. this summer. Yep. Um, so we're anticipating it to be a very uh, safe experience. But one of the, the great pieces of it, again, is when we get the app off the ground, folks can experience this project from anywhere in the world too so if yeah. they're not they can't access the, the physical physical location if they no longer live in the area um they can still experience it yeah i mean what i like about this right is that we can look forward to it right we don't have to worry yeah. about it uh, with this covid yes. right right that's what i like yes it gives me something light, light at the end of the tunnel man yep mm-hmm yep um <laughs> I'm just saying it's nice to have a community event that you can think about yeah, right. um, Actually, attending and be like, oh, well, it's, you know, I don't have to worry about that thing getting canceled. Right. So anyways, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Um, Sarah, I wanted to ask you, um, I can't see you from here, so I don't know if the Padawan um, you look settled. Where is settled like or not. Um, yes. You mentioned a food hub, um, yes. that this was something you um, and... Um, your Thanks husband, you. TK413, were interested in, right? This food hub. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? I don't know if TK413. He likes to eat food. He likes to eat the food. Yes. <laughs> I cook the food. He eats the food. It's a great tester. It is. Yeah. 
Uh, so, I mean, this is kind of shifting gears to what we're going to be really focusing on as our capital campaign project mm -hmm. and really this magical building we all keep referencing that really was the core of starting the cultural alliance, the cultural now community alliance. <laughs> and um, is, is that, is that what we call building six? Six yes. So this is six Berkshire yep. and I reference it as cultural because that was our original intent was creating this cultural hub inside six Berkshire. And uh, now with this evolution of just listening to all these projects bringing together, that's why we're now community. So I swear it's the last time I'll say cultural, <laughs> um, but this six Berkshire is a town. It's a town owned building and it was a former dormitory dormitory building for the former state school property. It's been a school. I think that's the only two main things that it's been. Mm -hmm. uh, Kate or Jill, barely one of our other board members could tell us more on the history of the building. But it's a really unique property. And it's one of two of the town-owned buildings that they have this really neat kind of X shape to them. And they were both saved from being, demol uh, being demolished recently. And what we want to put in there is creating on the first floor on the bottom floor this kind of culinary center it's going to be small it's a small footprint but it's a starting point so i've been in culinary my as far as i can remember i've kind of shifted out of it a little bit my business is yes my business is culinary but i used to be in actual kitchens and everything i also i have a um, degree in teaching culinary and plan to use that in programming for this once we get this part done. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of entrepreneurs in our area. And I think post-COVID, we're going to see even more entrepreneurs popping up after because they lost their corporate job. So they kind of figured out how to do something else. And what we see is a lack of a place for these people to go out here. There's a giant kind of food hub out in Worcester where small businesses, food entrepreneurs can go and develop their products. And then sometimes you can rent out a church kitchen or you can, I have my home kitchen certified, but there was really, there's no space in our local area. I think Holyoke just opened or is opening a small space, but that's still 45 minutes away from Belchertown. Mm -hmm. yep. So there's no area for food entrepreneurs to go and cook. And one of the things is I did a, I did a little cooking class, a little um, baking class for cultural council one year for art week. And we did it in like this tiny little kitchen in the rec center. So there's nowhere in town to even do really fun cooking classes. And that was in that class and it was super fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was a ton of fun, but it was in this little, you yeah. just throw a bunch of tables in a room and you kind of figure it out. So there's nowhere here to do things like that. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I know that the town would benefit from. And our local, we have a lot of food trucks popping up and food trucks need a hub to prepare their food in. So you need a certified kitchen to prepare and then you can serve out of your truck. So really kind of the bottom of this floor is my baby. Mm -hmm. uh, that's but what's the other half, Sarah? The other <laughs> half is really exciting too. So the back half of it is meant to be this kind of culinary center where you have entrepreneurs being able to use it, do cooking classes, all of that fun business, uh, vocational classes for our Belchertown Public School group. And then you go to the front half of it, the kind of street facing side, I'll say pretty side. I think the building's beautiful. 
And that is going to be a cafe. So a really kind of community forward cafe space. And that way you can have art shows there. You can have meetings there. You can go and get a really good sandwich. I don't want to diss any of our restaurants in town. I'm not doing that, but we need more variety. We need a place. Yeah. We need a place that will serve you um, avocado toast. Oh my God. (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. Whatever you want. And and a London fog to go with it. Sandwich out here. (laughs) Oh, so I lived in Providence, Rhode Island forever. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, the food hub they have, the restaurants, and I miss them. Mm -hmm. And we have to drive 45 minutes. Half an hour is like the least amount of driving we have to go to get things like this. So we have great cafes. We have great restaurants. We just don't have variety. We don't yeah. have, we right. have Italian, we have pizza burgers. Chinese. And Chinese. And Dunkin's. Asian. And Asian two Dunkin' it's, Donuts. And two Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. That are closed by what? Six, we don't yeah. have a place to get a latte, like a yeah. real yeah. steamed latte. Right. Yep. And I think, I think all it's going to take is one successful space right yeah. and, it's gonna, and it's gonna and it's gonna it's gonna crack the egg on this omelet i know People it will are afraid yeah businesses yeah. are afraid to come here because yeah. mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. has been that first really big push to show it's successful i mean antonio's came here and they've been great they've been very successful and mm-hmm. and but again it's pizza we have pizza right. mm-hmm. um so and again we also don't have a place to do an open mic night bands right mm-hmm. somewhere to go to do poetry teens don't so. have any place to hang out and then they congregate yeah. over by the dunkin donuts forget the teen yeah. stomping jen no. if there's an open mic night i'm gonna be there <laughs> yes i used I to do stand-up comedy aware. i was gonna say i've heard you tell stories so oh yes yes this would be amazing I, so Go ahead, please. No, I'm just saying there really is no place. You know, we were talking about this over the weekend. Like there's no place for teens to hang out, you know, Mm -hmm. like have that place that, you know, they're not going out in the woods. They're not, you know, Sarah grew up here. She can tell you. (laughs) I can tell you what we've been loitering. And I was a good teen, so. And they're not breaking into old state school properties. I mean, I never went into the state schools illegally when I was a teen. Never. Never. You would never. Never. Never Never skateboarded at Chestnut Hill in the middle of the night. Never. That's not what we did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what kids do out here. You play ding dong ditch. You walk down the street late. Like you get into trouble because there's nowhere to put that energy. Right. Yeah. And a cool little coffee shop or something would be a really awesome place yeah to Mm -hmm. congregate around yeah yeah plus like you know Mm -hmm. i think the 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 beautiful part about this is that as they're trying as the belchon edic is trying to develop the other side of the state school property having some amenities some additional amenities that are sort of in that center of town will will really uh just add to the benefit of um helping to market that area too now um, aside from the food hub, are there any other ideas for this building six? Absolutely. So, um, on the second floor, we imagine a, a flex space community hub, uh, mm. with a technical, um, almost, I don't want to say conference room, but like a technical room in it, um, essentially where you can, you can go and there'll be workshops for, 
<laughs> Sarah, serve safe. Serve safe. That's serve food. safe. Yep. I got it right that time. So serve safe. And um, from me, it being a, a photographer um, standpoint, having like a computer lab where you, with a projection in, involved, I can um, teach Photoshop and I can teach Lightroom and and things, tools like that that folks can learn and and use. So we're thinking business business um, and technical stuff and then also used as a gallery space because mm. again we don't have any gallery space in in town right now mm. um and it's been requested quite a bit yeah so okay so a community space yep. um with maybe some workshop space right. technical workshop podcast space. workshop did you know stomping yep. jen that i have developed podcast oh, workshops have you? and taught them oh, before really oh, goodness. yes i have yep. Oh, goodness. yep i have I am an we'll expert. Have to remember that. Yeah, I mean, but there's other really interesting. There, there isn't. There just isn't a lot of space to do these types of things mm-hmm. in in yeah. in town that are available to people of the town to 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 do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a whole other section to think about is um, the homeschool population. Correct. Yeah. Um, and having a space where they can meet with other homeschool folks and and do some um, STEAM education mm-hmm. uh, in town and um, have just a meeting space in general yeah. is, is going to be huge for us. Yeah, for the town. For the town. When I say us, I yes. mean Belcher Town. You mean the town. <laughs> and there's a third floor of this building. Mm-hmm. What's up yeah. there? What, are, what would you like to see up there? Well... We would like to see an anchor tenant up there. There's been discussion with a, a local business who's also um, creatively based uh, who would fit in into the space really, really well. And they're very excited about um, joining the space. However, the building is not handicap accessible, which is a big deal when yeah. you own a small business. Um, so that's one of our our big, big challenges with, with these spaces is mm. to bring them up to code, make sure that they're accessible to everyone um, and really places that people want to hang out. All right. Um, so are there other, um, aside from this building six, right? Uh, are there other spaces or other kind of um, projects that the Community Alliance is thinking about long term? Oh, yeah. We have we have lots of lots of lots of ideas for the future, for sure. Um the problem is, I mean, some of some of the buildings in town are um, owned by the public, so they're they're private, they're privately owned, I should say, and others are owned by the town. So one big space that we have our eye on and are hoping to really dig into one day is Tagil School. Mm-hmm. Um, and we envision a really amazing. Um, maker space in that in that it's it's just built for that it's mm-hmm. already accessible it's handicap accessible um right now it's so it's technically owned and managed by the school system mm-hmm. however it's not really being utilized for anything other than storage and the town's it department at the moment yep. and um the canine unit yeah as I well mean, has an office in there but it's yeah. it's mostly storage to be honest right but when you like think about like maker spaces like and mm-hmm. opportunities and 
knitting all of these pieces together, right? Like, so having something like a wood shop. So mm-hmm. people can learn how to do things, uh, you know, with 3D wood. printing, 3D printing, mm-hmm. um, metal work, right? Cricket machines are huge. Yep. People love to make their own designs and do things with it. So, um, cricket, you know, a cricket machine. What's yeah. that? I don't know what that is. So you know how Ooh, Sarah people has a cricket. <laughs> have it next to me. What is that? So, you know how people make uh, designs and put them on T-shirts and mugs and all that? They they create a design on this machine called a Cricut, and it it cuts it out of, like, the vinyl that you can then put on things um, or paper. I don't even know. I don't really have a... Why is it called a Cricut? It's C-R-I-C-U-T. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not... Not the insect. Not, like... Not like the button that you have. Oh, on the I'm not going to hit it, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like we toured um, when, uh, because uh, you guys didn't even mention uh, the BCA did yeah. get a grant <laughs> from Mass, uh, what was it? Mass Development a Workforce. And um, Mass Cultural Council Community, uh, what was it called? The Collaborative Work Collaborative Workforce Forest Development Grant, grant right? Grant. So mm-hmm. it's for like co-working spaces. So they got a grant to do a feasibility study on Six mm-hmm. Berkshire Ave. But um, when the award was granted, we all traveled out to Worcester to receive the award. And we toured a makerspace out there. And like they had everything you can think of. They had the wood. They had the cricket. They had the, what else did they have? That was like the laser printing. They had CNC machines that you could learn how to operate a CNC machine, which is what engineers use for things like. Everybody draft now. <laughs> they had what? <laughs> they had a textile area. Textile area, well. right. Sewing. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all big. things. When, when, when you think about, Belchertown and the type of community that it is, these are all activities that are happening around town, Mm -hmm. but not in any kind of formalized way. It's happening in people's houses or, you know, uh, on a one-to-one kind of basis. So offering these opportunities, these sort of like more vocational type um, things that kids can learn you know mm-hmm. how to do things. You know, not just kids, adults, yeah, kids and, and adults, people of right. all abilities, exactly as well, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, bringing it all together and knitting it all together and having a space to do that—that's community based. I mean, that's really. I'm gonna ask a stupid question. <laughs> yeah, not it's my, stupid. No, this is my specialty. I'm gonna ask a stupid question. <laughs> all right, so. I know you're going after like these grants, and that's one source of funding right, to um, help move forward the work of the Belchertown Community Alliance. Is there other types of fundraising that can be done as a nonprofit mm-hmm. um, that you're thinking about potentially doing? Or, like, in my mind, and I'm, again, I'm an idiot. I don't know anything. Like, there's, like, some wealthy yeah. benefactor out there who mm-hmm. has ties to Belchertown who... Right. We've just got to find and ask for the money. Mm-hmm. Sure. How That's do right. we find so that person? If you can find them, that would be Yeah, good. let us know. Give them, give them our phone number. <laughs> no, but, but really it's about, so the Walk of Reflection is a really yeah. important project for our community in that it's, we're trying to reclaim the, the space and the negative connotation around the former Belchertown State School and giving it back to some of the former residents Mm -hmm. to sort of process their experiences there. Secondary to that, um, it will also 
give us um, clout in that we're doing programming and we're doing programming very specific to our community um, and will hopefully get us attention um, in the press doing awesome podcasts like this. Um, any other radio, like there's talks about um, NEPM doing a piece on, on the project and um, any of that getting that attention will then get the attention of the folks like you're, you're talking about the, the benefactors on a much smaller scale where we will, we are accepting like personal individual donations and we're going to be setting up a membership program, um, that will be launching shortly. Oh, cool. Um, and we're also going to be approaching our, our local business community, Mm -hmm. um, who is very active and supportive in, in all of the events and things that are happening in our community. So we're hoping that they're, they will also be receptive, um, to the walk of reflection and, and things like that. So, um, different outlets of, of fundraising for sure. Another really cool one that we're doing is actually uh, former resident um, High Five Books in Florence. In March, oh, we have a we fundraising <laughs> couple of weeks. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had Lexi on our <laughs> podcast. Yeah. yeah, so Lexi is going to be doing a fundraiser for us for two weeks in March where a percentage of the sales will, will go to BCA. So we're trying to find any and all of the the fundraising outlets that we can right now. Yeah. 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 It's hard. You know, it's, it is. it's hard yeah. there, you know, when you're a newborn nonprofit mm-hmm. and you don't have a lot of um, street mark marketing, like street cred, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, it was a deadly virus within your first year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. But truthfully, I, you know, like bright side lining of it, like it was a really shitty year for everyone, but it gave us the time to really get organized and um, do all of that administrative stuff that we really needed to get done and um, redefine or refine what our mission was and what it was that we really wanted to focus on. So it gave us the time where we didn't feel like we were rushed and ignoring that just to get to the next thing. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why this walk of reflection is, you know, sort of coming together, um, after all this time is because we were able to refine what our focus is and, now we're going to have this space um, to create this community event that, you know, hopefully everyone will be out, come out to be able to celebrate, um, hopefully still socially distant, wear your yeah. masks, people. And what, what, I, what I love about the Belchertown um, Community Association, the BCA, alliance. right? It, alliance? Thank <laughs> yes. you, Stomping oh, Jen. Okay. Sorry. Okay, cool. um, we're all an alliance. So what, what I love about the Belchertown Community Alliance, right, is... It's focus on change and progress that aims at honoring the history of the town, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. One of the things I see on community forums, and I won't say which ones, are the <laughs> um, are the folks who seem really oppositional to change because they fear it's going to leave behind what the town is, right? right or change the character of the town in some way. And like, what I want to say to those people is, um, you know, look at what the Belchertown Community Alliance is doing here. They're, they're focused on forward progress that wants to honor the town, the mm-hmm. history of the town. Yeah. 
um, preserve the these the character of the town by keeping these buildings around, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, people, this is something. Now, listen to me, people. <laughs> <laughs> I will lecture people. Now, listen up. Um, the finger out. <laughs> yeah, this this <laughs> this is something to get involved in, yeah, right? Of course. And can can people percent. can people listening to this get involved oh, with the please, BCA? Yes. Tell oh us my how. Goodness. Tell us how they do that. So they, you know, there's a couple different ways. Um, you can be a member volunteer. You can help us out on a, you know, whatever, whatever time commitment is, you know, suitable for you. We're going to be doing this one big event um, coming this summer, and that's one way to really get involved. Another way is we're this year we're really focused on expanding our board, um, mm. and we we have, you know. We have great connections right now with um, on our board with artists and entrepreneurs, educators, and historians. Um, we could really use someone who um, knows a bit about law and a little bit about accounting, more mm. so about <laughs> accounting and um, marketing and any other like uh, socially engaging projects such as this, or anyone who is like a development who is really. Um, invested in seeing Belcher Town grow in a responsible, appropriate way for our our community. Yeah, yeah. fundraisers. Yeah, development. Oh, is that yeah, what so development, development is? That is what development <laughs> yeah. is. Development yes. is like, grant writing and fundraising, mm-hmm. like money. Help us, help us make money so we could do more cool stuff. Yeah, they're out there. No, there's. We gotta get them. Yeah. We gotta hook them and get them in. Right. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, but spreading the word is, mm-hmm. is helpful, you know, really like educating people on what, what is trying to be, you know, what their work, what the work is and what the vision is and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what the end goal, you know, is, is kind of looking like. Another stupid question. Um, are donations to a nonprofit like tax deductible? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure as heck are. So yeah. people. Mm-hmm. See, I'm going to do some development right now. There you so, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, people, listen up. If you if you um, if you can throw a few bucks yeah. the way of um, the Belcher Town Cultural Alliance, you can deduct Community that. Alliance. Oh, I give up. Oh, see, <laughs> just call this it the BCA. <laughs> the BCA. Then we don't have to worry about. I'm throwing all in the. the t- <laughs> 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 Can't keep it straight. Um, so, I'm listen, either. people. So you you can give back to our town. Mm-hmm. You can you know it's an investment. In invest in the our community. town. That's it. That's it. That's exactly what this is. It's um, an investment in, and you know, there's a lot of there's been so much transformation in this community. There's been a lot a lot of residential growth, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of families, and there's not. I was going to say a lot of demographic change. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, more so to the point, there's not a lot of things for people to no, do right. here besides sports. Mm-hmm. Right. There's what, 15,000 plus residents yeah. now? Right. Yeah. We've had an exponential growth just year over year. And it's right. Right. Yeah. We need development. We need 
movement forward. We can't stay stagnant in town. Right. You know, and when we say development and when we say movement, we mean in a, in a smart, like mm-hmm. targeted way. We're not talking about bringing a Walmart to no Walmart or no. like, like that's not what we're looking. We're, we're looking to grow small right. independent businesses right. um, that are really needed. in this. Yeah. Town. And I think that like, to your point of saying, we don't want to bring a Walmart into town. I think what people need to understand is Growth is going to happen no matter mm-hmm. what in this town. Economic development, there is no fighting it. It will happen. There are properties for sale. There is land for sale. So who do you want to be redeveloping these properties? Right. Who have do you a say. Want, do yeah. you want town? Do you want residents in the town to have a voice and saying, this is what we're creating. This is our, this is how we are putting our own dollars into our town. Or do you want somebody from outside to come in and take over that development for right. you? And put so in what they really think. So that's really the biggest thing is yeah. people are so not like, I don't, I won't, I swear. I wasn't <laughs> going to say the, the acronym that's been used a lot lately, mm. but it's going to happen. We are, we are a big town now. Yeah. We're not a backwoods. I lived here when we were, I think under 10,000 residents. We were, I think 7,000 residents when I was in high school or less. And we just aren't that anymore. And so you have this population here now. So you might as well get involved with helping develop it in a positive and responsible way. Mm -hmm. So you see the town people thrive and the more money that people come into town and spend here, the more money our town has to spend on things like our school, upkeeping our parks. It's amazing how it works. Right. Mm-hmm. EMT and firefighters and right. services for our get town. More positions Better with a roads. higher budget. Yeah. yeah. Brown tax dollars coming in from businesses. Yep. Right. Right. I could go on all night, but right. it's yeah. getting involved is the number one way to do this development right. Right. Yeah. And I want to ask a really obvious question. I think I know the answer, um, but I want to give you a chance to, to speak to it really specifically. Um, you all are volunteers mm-hmm. with really busy lives. Sarah there has a, a, a very new Padawan. Um, April, <laughs> you've got some older Padawans of your own. Slightly older, yeah. Yep. Um, why are you investing your time in this? Because it's our home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's somewhere where we want to raise our children and want to create a legacy for them and a community that they're proud to be a part of. That's my, that's speaking for me. Yeah. Sarah speak for herself. No, mine's similar. I mean, it's, it is, it's, I'm proud of this town. I wouldn't have moved back here if I didn't love this town. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. Yeah. That would be good to change. And we have our future generations that we see it in our, the justice collaborative in town. We see it <laughs> happening. We see the future generations growing and, I want to give something to them and help help those generations so that the town thrives because it's on, I feel like we are on this fine line of if we don't do something, then the town could get into trouble, whether financially or economically and just stall out. And then you end up with more vacant buildings and, yeah. and my kids, what my, my children and I are going to live in a town where half of the town is all of a sudden empty. Yeah. 
and or we'll uh, we'll leave like worst that? case scenario worst case scenario right yeah or move yeah, or right. it'll just find be a different town and i don't i don't mm-hmm. want to do that because mm-hmm. this is my home this is where i grew up and this is where i want my kid i chose that this is the town that i want my children to grow up in because i do believe in it so absolutely it's we we spend tireless hours on this and it's out of true care for giving something to the people of this town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that really comes through um, just in, in talking to you about this for over the last mm-hmm. hour or so. I think that resonates really strongly. Um, anything else you want to you talk about in terms of the um, Belchertown community? The BCA. BCA. The Thank BCA. you, Stomping Jen. <laughs> Yeah, um, we would love for anyone to join us um, on our monthly meetings. We always meet the in virtually the first Sunday of every month at 3 p.m. And to find out or get the link for that meeting, you can sign up for our email uh, newsletter that goes out once a month. Um, so we won't bombard you with a, with a ton of emails. But if you're interested, please, please, please reach out. Um, we would love any any support you you could give us. Yeah, and if you have a skill, if you're sitting there yeah. and mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. think you have a skill that might be useful, it yeah. probably would be useful. Yeah, right yeah. in some way. Um, That's true. Yeah, and you know I, I can attest. I've seen I've seen this group of people up close, and they 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 care a lot and want positive changes for our town. Um, anything else, Sarah? I don't want to miss you. Um, anything else you yeah, wanted to bring I mean, up? Yeah, it's um, please excuse us while we're changing our name. Yes. <laughs> BCA. <laughs> Always refers. BCA. Yeah. It's all BCA. Um, but yeah, it's just get involved. That's the biggest thing is you can't complain if you don't get involved. So come join us and do good work. And you'll, I, I'm amazed at the people I meet through this. It's incredible incredible the people that you meet yeah. from getting involved in this work yep. local, um, local podcasters yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. amazing yep. local podcasters and that's really just the biggest thing is we need we can't do this alone is we really do need we need people to join us to bring this up and make it as successful as we know it will be yeah the more people we have behind us the faster we can you know see positive change too and if you're listening and you live in town this will affect you and this will this is something Mm -hmm. you can be proud of and be involved Mm -hmm. in yep for sure all right stomping jen i don't want to leave you out oh me (laughs) yep why well you're kind of on the the border of co-host and involved party here yeah yeah i mean yes this was something that this is a thing an organization and a concept that i i'm strong advocate or, um, yeah, it's one of the reasons I ran for select board. So I have to say yeah. that. So that's why I have to now maintain the separation yeah. between myself and the organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, but the, the concept of it and the collaborative nature of it and all of the component pieces of it. Yeah. And to that piece, to be clear, you're not on the board. I'm you're not, not on the board. Yeah. I don't yeah. do the work. Yeah. Just want to say that. The day to day I can volunteer. Um, mm-hmm. to help out in the ways that I can, which is mostly connecting people to other people. Yeah. <laughs> Emptying <laughs> trash cans. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, the value that that has, I can't even tell you. I mean, even, I, I like, I never in my life, it's like this karmic relationship to the world that I've 
navigated the you know the last 20 some odd years of my yeah. life like is the spiritualness of my man bun rubbing off on you somehow <laughs> oh my god but even this podcast like we've gotten um We've gotten messages that our podcast has brought people together. Like yeah. they hear about, you know, something happening on our podcast. They reach out because we know these people. And yeah. like, I, I am. Always, that makes doing it worth it alone. I mean, I, yeah. that fulfills me in so many different ways. And not only that, then I get invited over, you know, then I get like amazing, like dessert treats and I get invited to amazing farm meals. <laughs> and like, I mean, it's, it truly, I mean, this, when you pay it forward and you like really invest in the people that you believe in, you know I mean? It, it just, the returns are just amazing. Yeah. So. Right. And this BCA yes. organization is all about investing in a community. Yes. Right. So people um, get involved, help out, and you're going to be giving back to yourself, everybody mm-hmm. else around everybody you. Wins. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to transition to the, the the most fun part of this podcast, <laughs> right? Where I ask you some some random questions. Random yep. questions. These are these are easy, safe questions. I promise. That have nothing um, to do with the PCA. yeah. It's just this first one is to help us just to get to like just to help us get to know you a little bit better. Um, so well, when, now I'm suddenly nervous. Oh, don't God. be nervous, don't be please. <laughs> no, okay. please. Um, all right. Sure so. <laughs> so when you're not volunteering for the BCA, when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun? You can go first, Sarah. Ooh. Oh, I'm going first. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, I know it's so cliche. Spending time with my family. <laughs> I don't think that's cliche at all. I love spending time with my family uh, because we are always so busy. It's so, it is nice to be able to take a minute and we go, hiking uh when it's when we can again i'll start eating out at restaurants again and Mm -hmm. discovering new food discovering new food is probably one of my favorite pastimes Mm -hmm. um i asked for only cookbooks this year for christmas and i wanted cookbooks of cuisines i had never tried before Mm. so what did you get what did you get this year anything surprise you remember the name of it um parwan i'm gonna say the name wrong Parwana, Parishwana, I have to go look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's focused on more like Middle Eastern cooking, which mm. I don't, I haven't done a lot of. Yeah. Um, I have a really great focus on Japanese cooking book. And then my favorite one is Rise. Um, Rise is by Marcus Samuelson. And it's highlighting all BIPOC cooks across the country and mm. original recipes in it. And it's amazing. Mm. I've cooked about 10 recipes from it already. Every single one is delicious. Rise. Right. So, we'll have to yeah, get that. It's gem. really good. Mm. Um, okay. A couple other ones, a couple other little ones. But that's, yeah, that's really our free time is really just run, running too. I'm just yeah. getting back into running. That's a big free time mm-hmm. piece that I do a lot of. That's awesome. And then one day when my kids are older, I'll get back into art. One day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be later. That sounds like a lot. Um, April, how about you? What do you like to do for fun? Thank goodness. Um, also, spending time with my family, with the, yeah. the, the two little ones, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate the cold, but I'm forcing myself to mm-hmm. spend time outside um, this winter. Um, my husband built a skating rink in our backyard, mm. despite my protests. And I'm actually glad he did it because everyone has really enjoyed it so far. 
Um, but truthfully, <laughs> all of my spare time is is spent on the BCA <laughs> and our projects. Um, it really is a passion project of, of mine and yeah. something that I'm really excited about. But something for me, um, reading um, young adult f- fiction. Nice. <laughs> um, currently reading the last book in the Diviner series. Mm-hmm. Um, and binging, um, period pieces on, on all of the streaming services. So Mm -hmm. the crown. Oh, we're in season four of the crown. No, I'm so so excited. I love the crown. Oh, good. Um, Bridgerton. Yeah. Oh, we're watching that too. I have to say, I I, I will, I will at least be prepared now for when they change this queen again. Oh, in season five. In the, in the. I didn't know they were going to do that. I was traumatized for days. Oh, no. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Is it the same show anymore? No. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you were convinced that it went back in time. And I said, I don't think that's what's going on here. <laughs> oh, you should have heard me. I was like, there's no way they he would do adamant, that. It's impossible. They wouldn't do that to yep. me. Yeah, because nope. he was so in love with the original queen actress. Yeah. Yeah. What's her? Claire? Claire Foy or something. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, she's... Uh, yeah. Had she me was pretty a awesome. little queen crush going there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's fair. I mean, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> you got ripped away from me. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Um, so, boy, I could do a whole half hour on that alone. So, um, my my next and final question. Okay. Oh, no. All right. Now, why are you saying, oh, no? I'm, I'm <laughs> Because it's my like knee jerk reaction when you say that. Uh-oh. All right, I'll ask it. I'll ask it in a fun way. Ready? Okay, great. Um, we'll start with April though this time. Sure. Um, we'll give Sarah some time to think about this one. Um, what have you seen that you cannot explain? Oh wait, 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 wait. I no, I'm gonna change this. I remember the last time. Remember I said I'm gonna mm-hmm. change. Um, what have you experienced that you cannot explain? What have I experienced that I can't explain? Yeah. That's very deep. It could be anything. Um, I dream a lot. I'm a very, very vivid dreamer, and sometimes it affects my day-to-day. I'm not psychic. I'm not claiming to be psychic, but I've woken up with, with feelings of like, oh, no, something bad has happened and come to find out something bad has happened. Mm. So, And I cannot explain that at all thank you so it's dreams and how to interpret dreams and they definitely play a day-to-day in your in your um like emotional state and your experiences and processing everything i just don't know to the what depth okay all right sarah what what have you experienced that you cannot explain gotta be this whole like january birthday thing or something for yes. psychic this is not what i'm saying i believe uh, i am a total believer in the weird the sci-fi the everything aliens are here i will totally mm-hmm. say i'm i'm a, i'm one of those yeah. it's okay i've learned to say it out loud and proud about myself <laughs> one of the reasons i love you <laughs> um i'm pretty sure april's husband and i had a giant conversation the first time i went over there about aliens it's okay yes, it's but true I, but uh the weirdest things i would say that's happened and this has happened so many times in my life is that i will get a very strong thought about a person that i haven't seen in a very long time like <laughs> i will not be able to stop thinking about them and i will not have seen a picture like nothing will happen and then all of a sudden they will appear Yep. Like 
it's the strongest part happened when I was in college. I was walking down a hallway and I had been thinking about my old friend forever. And I hadn't seen him in probably a year and no pictures, no reference, just for some reason he was in my brain. And then he like walked around down the corridor. I was like, Oh, okay. I knew. So now when I start to think about somebody that I haven't seen in a long time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see Mm. them at some point within the next couple months. It's a weird Mm -hmm. thing. It's happened my whole life. Interesting. Mm. The January birthday one's a good one too. What is that? All these January people. Oh, the, all, all three the of us that, are January yeah. birthdays. Yeah. You're a January person. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is December 30th. Um, I have three other friends who are in like similar like spaces and interests and things like that who are also January birthdays. And it's just weird. Mm. What's January minus nine months? April. April. Mm. That's what my That's mom's birthday is. That's why me and my sister. Are why both. would people be mating? <laughs> your, why it's your my name. name. <laughs> my name. Why would people be mating more in April? Oh, my mom's birthday was in April. Spring. That's all. That's why I know that. Spring. <laughs> Spring. Everyone's Twitter pated. Yeah. People birth are birth of new life. That's so funny. Springs fourth. Is that really why your name was April? That's why they named you April. Part of the reason. Oh, yeah. there's a story there. Well, thank you for sharing those stories. <laughs> I that was a lot of fun. I appreciated hearing them. Um, thank you for being good sports about it. Um, He's always looking for Bigfoot or aliens. we get them sometimes. Uh-huh. We get alien stories. Uh, uh-huh. If yeah. you invite Will Bangs, he'll talk to you about aliens for hours. Oh God, hours. he's an oh, alien. I am, t- I am a sem- so I am in the process of. Um, uh, TK has a ghost story. Oh no, I can. I'll save my ghost story for the next time I'm on. Oh, okay, okay. good. Yep. Um, okay. Yes. So you, guys you know, can have a ghost special. Yes, because you know you okay. will be on in a few weeks, and you know what we will ask you at the end. That's so right. yes, save mm-hmm. that ghost story. Um, uh, but um, what I was going to say to April is, I am assembling a um, oh, Avengers style panel to discuss aliens. Oh yeah, he's obsessed. Oh, with you need yeah. Will Bangs on okay. that. Okay, all right, panel, all right, for sure. You let right. him let him know that um, Sawtooth will be reaching out at some point. You got it. Yeah. Okay, you got it. Yeah, yeah, he's all obsessed. Right. He um, obsessed. <laughs> April Jasak Bangs nailed it. Sarah Maroney. Thank you for all you're doing with this um, BCA, the Belchertown Community Alliance. There you go. Hold on. Hit the button. <laughs> See, I, I can do things. <laughs> Too far away for me to yep, hit it. <laughs> I can do things. Um, no, thank you very much. Um, thank you for coming on and talking to us about this. Thank you for all you're doing for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, Stomping Jen? We love you. Well, I just met them. Oh, I love these people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We do love you. Um, what uh, else? But we love our audience also. Well, you know, you got to stop beating me to that. Well, now. you I keep don't... looking at me with these big pauses, so you want me to fill the silence. So that's I'm true. assuming that's what you want me to say. All right, that's fine. It doesn't matter in what order we love our listeners right. and our fans. Yes. We still love you. Yeah. Um, Make sure that you're. Yeah. Um, subscribe to the podcast Downloading. download episodes tell a Sharing friend with right a friend. tell a friend we're in a growth phase we're going to continue to grow That's right? right and listen i check these statistics about every day okay. so don't let me down please <laughs> be safe get be- vaccinated that's right mm-hmm. yep um, don't listen to q yep um so anything else before we say goodbye 
Don't get the QAnon folks it. mad at us. <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh, yeah, they're your friends, right? I'm not saying anything about QAnon. All right, all right. You said it. All right. That's why you have the disclaimer in the beginning, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. We're covered. <laughs> Thanks, April. Yep. Jeez, stop all right. it, Jen. You ready? Any other conspiracy group you want to call out while oh we're at it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, so, um, all right, um, April and Sarah, this is your opportunity to say goodbye to everybody. Thank you so much for having us. It was really a pleasure being here and chatting with you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sarah. All right, Stomping Jen, all right. let's do it. Bye now. All right, bye now. Hold on, what button is it? This one? <laughs> all right, bye now.